0: This is episode 17, Your Child's Disability is Your Mirror. This podcast is for parents that want solutions, not just sympathy for the many personal struggles that come with raising children with special needs. Welcome to Parents Have Special Needs Too, and I'm your host, Ashley Johnston. Hey everybody, welcome back. Hope you're all doing good. Hey, I am recording this during the daytime with my kiddos awake. So if you hear any background noises, it's my kiddos being kiddos. Okay, so this week I have been attending online a comeback challenge by Tony Robbins and if you haven't heard of Tony Robbins he is phenomenal. You go look him up, go do his stuff. There's still time if you want to join his comeback challenge online on Facebook. There's a group and he's sharing some really amazing material. So if you're looking for a pick me up or a way to come back from whatever situation you find yourself in during um these strange times. I'm sure you've heard that phrase so many often. Are these uncertain times, right? Uh, which they are, right, in many cases. And so, um, anyway, he's got some great stuff there that can help you with your comeback from this situation. So there's a plug in there for you, Tony. Love you, man. Okay, so your d- child's disability is your mirror. This is some a thought that I have come across as I've been doing Tony Robbins' challenge and... Um, it's this, and here's how it, it applies to us, people raising or parents raising children that have a, a special need or a disability in their life, is that their disability is not the thing causing or creating our struggles, right? And I know that I've said this before, but I haven't framed it in this way, which is, in fact, it's not only, um, it, it's a great thing thing for us because what it's doing is it's amplifying struggles perhaps we are experiencing new struggles or it's amplifying old ones that we had or ones that we were trying to hide i think another way to phrase it is you don't experience life you experience the part of life that you focus on because as we sit down and we look at life, there are a lot of other things going on and happening, but we tend to zone in on the few things that we find um, most upsetting, really, unless we've trained ourselves to focus in on the things that we are grateful for and the things that we love. right? But I think you'll find that there's only just a handful of things that you're focusing in on the majority of your day when there are so many other things out that we could be focusing on. So... For those of us that are raising children that have disabilities or special needs, we tend to focus in on that, right? And that thing, that struggle or challenge tends to amplify the part of life that we're already focusing in on. So if you're focusing in on something that is um, frustrating for you or overwhelming for you, right? this challenge is going to amplify that. If you're already living in a space, if you already have an emotional home of frustration and overwhelm, this challenge is definitely going to amplify it. Okay, so it's like, right, and here's an analogy for the books. It's like that time when you got your very first zit. You know, you got the zit and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is here. And you do what you can do to hide it or maybe you try to like get rid of it or whatever it is but the the remains of it or it is still there right it's like someone notices they take a mirror and put it right up to it and make it all nice and big and go did you notice that this zit is on your face in your you know like oh yeah you like i knew it was there but you know thanks for pointing it out okay this is what challenges do to our perspective of reality it 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 shows us how we are showing up in the world and this is exactly what our child's challenge their disability their special needs it's what it's also doing for us so i want to show you that's what what is happening with you to a degree, right? We're, we're also, remember, experiencing, as I dressed in a couple podcasts ago, grieving and that sense of, you know, there's new emotional challenges that come with it as well. But what I'm talking about now is the ones that we, the challenges, the personal challenges and our view of the world that we'd had before we experienced have, raising our child with special needs, that these are the things that are being amplified. So I'm going to go ahead and get a little vulnerable here for a minute and share with you how this, what this looked like in my life and what it still looks like in my life. So before um, Elizabeth was born, I was easily frustrated about a lot of things, right? And the frustration mainly came from feeling like I was stuck because I had um, a child. I had my older son and I always felt like I was limited in what I could do um, or pursue because I had a child, right? And in some ways that's realistic and in other ways it's not, okay? and But the stuck feeling is, the, the point is that's where I was living emotionally, it's like, I can't even get my housework done. I can't even get the dishes done. I can't even get because you're always needing me for something, right? So it's that kind of mental space is where I was. And I wasn't at that time raising a child with disabilities. Now, when Elizabeth was born and we started to understand that she had special needs and she had struggles and we were discovering them, the idea that I was stuck blew up in my face. And it was like, oh my gosh, like now it's solidified. Like I will never be able to pursue other things outside of this. Now I won't. And you know, outside of my home, let alone keep up with the laundry or do the dishes or do those other things because now I have an added set of weight and responsibilities that I need to take care of. And so I felt like I am really, really stuck. And now it's forever like what if she never leaves home what if she can't ever become independent okay and so this is what i'm talking about that it has amplified something that i was already feeling and accompanied with that i would say overwhelm was also an emotion there that i experienced before she was born and then which was amplified afterwards and so i felt like i couldn't do anything and everything was so heavy and hard So over the years, as I've been able to process my uh, grieving and some other intense emotions, I've been able to come to a space where I realized, hey, this overwhelm and frustration were not purely a result of having a child and raising a child with special needs or disabilities. This emotional home of feeling frustrated and overwhelmed most of my days was already happening, but on a lower scale right now it's kind of blown up and it's it's right in my face and it's something that i need to deal with every day learn to overcome or i can just um, i can fold right i can learn to overcome it or i can fold to it and both of them are options and neither one is good or bad it's just a choice here's what i've learned from it though The more I sat down and I stepped outside of myself and I looked around and said, okay, what other women out there are raising a child with special needs who is accomplishing things, who is getting their housework done, who is able to do the things that I want to do, whether it's inside the house, outside the house, in their marriage, are there women like that out there? Is there even a possibility of living in a space that's not overwhelming and that's not frustrating? And I found them. And this supports the idea that you don't experience life, you experience the part of life that you focus on. So as as soon as I started focusing on possibility, is there a possibility that I could live in a space that's not trapped? Right. Because that was the worry. I felt overwhelmed and frustrated because I felt like there's no way out. Right. Which I know might sound awful and horrible to some, but that is where I was. Okay, And it's okay. It's not good or bad, because that is where a lot of us are, like realistically. And it's not that we don't love our kids and we don't want to help our kids, but we are a person outside of our children. So. I started looking for women outside of um, where I had been looking for, for before and saying, hey, is this even a possibility? And I found the possibility. And just seeing that was freeing. I was able to remove that limiting belief that I was trapped because the truth is that I never really was. I only believed that I was. You guys, we have tons of people resources, communities and villages of people who want to help us, who want to support us in many, many ways. So the question is, are we willing to go there? And not for the purpose of trying to remove the mirror, if I'm making sense, not for the purpose of trying to remove the disability so that we can get rid of our pain point, right? But in a way that can help support us As a whole person. Because let me tell you if you try to cover up or blame your perspective of life on someone else, like if someone else would change then I wouldn't feel overwhelmed, right? And that's what I felt before. If only my son will change, then I won't have to feel this overwhelming frustration. If my child didn't have her disability or special needs, then I wouldn't need to feel this overwhelming frustration. But I want to tell you that that's not the case. Something else will happen in your life. Actually, if something else won't happen. You will just see it because that's the part of life you're looking for. What are the things out there that could possibly be overwhelming or frustrating for me? Right. And I'm using the overwhelming frustration because that is, tends to be something that I look for personally. Right. You might have a different set of emotions that are your emotional home that you tend to feel a lot. Now, we're not going to take the time to label this as good or bad. OK, we're going to need to get over that. Emotions are just emotions. OK, they're not good. They're not bad. They're emotions. Right. And so the question is. Do I want to be feeling this particular emotion? Okay, because there are possibilities for you. There are other options out there. And what I want you to do is identify what emotions am I living in that I don't want to feel anymore. The question could be, what are the top two negative emotions that I cycle between on a daily basis or a weekly basis? Identify those. And if they are something that you don't want to be feeling anymore, but you find are amplified as you're trying to take care of and raise your child with special needs, identify them and then look outside of yourself. Try to focus on, are there other people like me who are living a life that I want to live? How did they handle it? How did they approach it? And most likely, they went internal into themselves, they took a good look in that mirror, they looked at that reflection, and they decided, you know what, I don't want to feel this way anymore. And I can change that without having to change the fact that I'm standing in front of the mirror, without having to change my child's disability, without having to change the way that my child's showing up in the world. I've got options. You've got options. So take some time to uh, do that little exercise and see what comes up for you. See what possibilities come up for you. And if you like what you've heard so far on this podcast, share it with somebody. Give me a review so that I can be more findable findable. Is that even a word? I guess it is now. Findable. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening in this week. Have a good weekend, guys. Thanks for joining me today. I'll be back next Friday with another podcast. Make sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Take care.